Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, if you have any other nominations for the Darwin Awards, get them into us. We'll try and get back to them a little bit later on. <clears throat> and also, uh, after 10 o'clock, I know it's one minute past 10 now, but we'll be chatting about fake news stories, some of the weirdest ones that you might have come across this year, especially a lot of those vo- voice notes that wound up in your uh, WhatsApp. We'll be chatting about them in a little bit. But now, as promised, FM104's Christmas Cracker with Liffey Valley Shopping Centre. The perfect gift this Christmas. A Liffey Valley Shopping Shopping Centre gift card. You know, this year hasn't been the nicest of years. It's been the worst year in the last 100 years, but we would like to try and sort that out a little bit and, and end it on a bit of a high. We have a €1,000 Liffey Valley Shopping Centre gift card to give away. Not at the end of the week. We're doing it every single day till Friday. And you just have to figure out what Christmas thing we're on about. Yeah, so our clue is extremely misleading tonight. <laughs> So I'm going to try and make this a little bit easier for you. So our clue is Santa enjoys them with milk. Santa enjoys them with milk. Okay, hang yeah. on. And I'll play, I'll play the, the sound we okay. have. <laughs> so that was Santa in the men's bathroom doing a little wee-wee, right? <laughs> after a heavy night out in the sauce. <laughs> That's Santa after his Christmas party just going, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, well, you'd automatically assume cookies wouldn't you yeah that's what I'd assume it's absolutely not cookies but it's probably more like the biscuit you know the ginger nut biscuits you know those types of ones the disgusting ones no uh, one likes them they're Terrible disgusting but there's an alternative to a okay okay biscuit that could be the answer it could be right so the our clue again this evening is our clue again is it's more like a ginger nut biscuit but it's not a ginger nut biscuit it's something else <laughs> <laughs> Am I giving uh, anyone more of a, an idea of what this is? Santa enjoys them with milk, apparently. Someone has said carrots. Um, no, it's, it's not, not carrots. carrots. It's not carrots and it's not cookies. Not carrots, not cookies and probably the most, I would say, the most Christmassy. You will only ever have this at Christmas. Well, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan. But you're not mm. going to have this actual thing. You're not going to make it. No. It look, yeah. No. Uh, it's like a ginger nut biscuit, but it's not ginger nut biscuit. It's it has like a head and hands. It, d- it does, actually. has a head, hands and feet. Mm. So listen, hopefully we've clarified that for you. What you need to do now, if you want to win that €1,000 Euro Liffey Valley uh, gift card, 
send the answer to 0876797104. Make sure you're tuned in to the lads tomorrow morning, that your phone is charged, that it's not on silent, that it's awake, and that it's awake, that you're awake and it's loud. And the lads might be ringing you back tomorrow morning, letting you know that you have gotten yourself a €1,000 gift card for the Liffey Valley Shopping Centre. So all you have to do, send in your answer, okay? Send it in, you're in the draw, and the lads will call you back tomorrow morning if... Um, if you're that, if you're the lucky one chosen, so oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four, and in the next hour or so, anyway, we'll, we we will give you all the clues and more of the clues from throughout the day from the Strawberry Alarm Clock and Emma and Ben's and the Hit Mix with Gavin this evening as well. So listen, get them into us, and you could be winning that one thousand euro Liffey Valley Shopping Centre gift card. FM 104's Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. If you can remember any of the craziest WhatsApp messages that got sent around, you know, from people saying, oh, the army is going to be out shooting people in the face tomorrow. I got that. Just I know a lad who works in the army. Any of those kind of fake news messages that you got during the year, will you let us know if you can remember which ones they were and what they were about? We'll be chatting about fake news in about 10, 15 minutes time here on the show and chatting about how they could, they'll give you false memories as well. Mad stuff right now, though. FM 104's Dick Run. We're back running in the shape of a dick, all for November, which is, of course, Men's Health Awareness Month. Um, you've been doing a really good job. I have been doing an okay job. Yeah, I mean, the main goal of the F104 Dick Run is it's a dick run a day for November. We just want to try and encourage you to get out and run a small little tiny bit. No one likes running. No one likes exercise, especially now. Like, how cold is it it's this evening? It's Baltic. Like, ridiculously cold mm. and it can be tough to try and convince yourself to get up and to get out but we know the benefits exercise is there men's health and it needs a little bit of a push so we said you know what we will run in the shape of a willy because it's a little bit more crack um, and we'll do it every day for the month of November how you can get involved it's very easy you just go for a run any distance at all in the shape of a willy post that online and tag three of your mates yeah that's as easy as it gets uh, a lot of people have been attempting this over yeah. the last months people have surprised me yeah yeah, yeah. some some impressive performances yeah other people People have let me down like <laughs> Emma Nolan I'm not looking at you but like come on now she decided to go for a run yesterday and didn't even post it up it was that bad well listen we're going to have to follow up with her uh, and see what the story is but listen if you want to go for an FM104 dick run use the hashtag FM104 dick run tag three of your mates you can use whatever app by the way so it's uh, Matt My Run is a free one that you can use as well and it's all to raise some awareness and some funds for November more details information and instructions if you'd like to do it this weekend fm104.ie forward slash dick run now somebody that I've nominated that uh, again we're making sure that they have the information that they need and all the advice. Uh, another dick runner here this evening, uh, comedian extraordinaire, Emma Dorn, how are you? Good. This feels like an elaborate guilt trip. That, no, that's 100% all it is, Emma. That is 100% all it is. We're going to be like, we're going to play some maybe sad music in the background and go, listen, Emma, it's... Uh, Why it's would a, you not want to support men's health? Men's Emma? health, you know, physical, mental health. <laughs> it's such a serious topic and we're trying to shed some light on it. And I've tagged you a good week or two ago and now we're going to pile on the guilt, Emma, and go, come on now. Don't you have a son, Emma? <laughs> I do. Now, look, I will get around to it. I will. But... The only thing that's been delaying the process is usually my evening um, exercise, stretch the legs, that kind of thing, is with a friend or with my mother, you know, socially distanced meetup. So I haven't really gotten round to in between the chat of what's going to happen come December 1st and all that kind of jazz. I haven't gotten round to the strapping of the conversation 
will we just pick up the pace for a few minutes and do a run in the shape of a dick? Do you know what you know? You, 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 you haven't been able to work in conversation. You don't need to tell her. Just run away. <laughs> <laughs> Made conversation, just run for it. Why don't we take a right here? And then another right, and then a right, and then what are you doing? And then let's walk, run back and forth across here. And then she'll be like, you're mad. And then at the end of it, you'll be like, don't worry about it. We just And that'll be two dick runs for the price of one. <laughs> Boom. Maybe, yeah, that's, that's fair point. God, I like that. Um, Emma, you could be our secret dick runner. That adds a whole new dimension to it. You just put people on walks. And you're like, why are we walking around the roundabout again? No reason. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great idea. I don't. If what now? What's the difference between a willy run and a dick run, or are they the same thing? Same oh, they're thing. The same, same thing. thing now, yeah. sometimes we've had floppy, yeah. floppy dicks. Yeah. That's that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes you can use like a like a side on view where it would just be one ball, yeah. or you could do the more traditional the the shape you draw in your copy books as a twelve year old in school. You know, you can do the two. Okay. And you can do it that way. So listen, uh, don't worry about the the length. <laughs> Or the volume. Uh, don't worry about any of that and don't worry about the speed. I'll, I'll do my own research. It's absolutely fine. I'll do my own research. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Don't do them on the work computers now. I'd highly recommend that you do any of this research <laughs> off-site uh, and not because otherwise we might get yourself in a little bit of trouble. But listen, we just wanted to uh, to get you on to one guild trip here and just to recruit you as an official uh, FM 104 dick runner. Okay, yeah, no problem. Right, okay, brilliant. So when are you going to do it then, Emma? Yeah, when, when are you going to do it? So I say today... Days Wednesday. Wednesday. Run out of time. Five mm. days left. Five days left. Oh yeah. Okay. It has to be in November. Yeah. No. Un- unless, unless Emma, you hate men. Unless that's what you're trying to come on here to say <laughs> that uh, Emma Dorn just hates men. Maybe that's it. But you know what? If you it, no, it'll it'll happen. If the challenge was having <laughs> tea and biscuits, I would have done it like ten times over. Yeah. 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 But it's not Emma, is it? It's not. But I suppose that's why it's the challenge, isn't it? Exactly. Listen, uh, we hate running as much as you do and exercise, but this way is slightly less painful and boring. Slightly. Slightly. So... Yeah, I think I need to, cho- I need to choose my location, choose my style of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Penis. And then I'll be away in a hack. Look, when you're sitting down with your tea and biscuits... There you go. Plan, plan it all out. out. Yeah. Surprises. I could be like, yeah, I could be like your one, you know, Queen's Gambit when she's looking up at the ceiling and she's figuring out the moon. <laughs> I could do that tonight, <laughs> look up at the ceiling and try and mop it out. That's exactly so, what you do. Emma, when you go home this evening and you're falling asleep, you're going to be hallucinating penises on the ceiling. <laughs> well, I mean, there is websites for this. Same as yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just another weeknight for Emma. I don't know. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, listen, let us know how you get on. Uh, we, we love to see you doing it. We love to see people getting involved with the old F104 dick run. We appreciate it. Uh, no, it's great. But I, would love what, I would love what everyone's post. Also varies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. I like, it's like snowflakes. You know what I mean? Everyone's so, is um, different. You know? I think it's it's interesting when you're so used to the same one for years. You think they all look like that, but they don't. They don't. They don't at all. Some of them are actually long. Uh, some of them are just crazy big and some of them are a little bit smaller. Like I did a small one today because it was freezing cold and that's to be expected. It's smaller in the cold. Anyway, yeah. anyway Emma, listen, we, we best <laughs> let you go before we get in trouble for dragging us out far too long. But uh, thanks a million for popping on and tag us as soon as you get it done and we will uh, okay. look forward to seeing it. All right? Okay, because we don't want to make this too long, do we? But um, hey, yeah, oh, I'll be in touch. Hey, listen. I'll be in touch. Emma, thanks a million for popping on. Fair play to you. No problem. Chat you Cheers. soon. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Another happy, satisfied customer. She won't do it. Guilt tripped into doing it. She won't do it. F104. She will. She will. She will. Bet you she won't. Listen, and if you're listening and you'd like to do it as well, you just run in the shape of a willy and tag 
uh, FM104 use the hashtag FM104DickRun it's all to raise funds and awareness for Movember there's five days left in the Men's Health Awareness Month and we're going to see if we can get as many as possible you can look at the on Instagram by the way if you look at the hashtag FM104DickRun you can see all the other ones that are done as well to give They're you a little lovely. bit of a bit of an idea and a bit of a flavour of what to do uh, still to come here on the show uh, we're going to be chatting fake news so if you've ever um, come across or can remember some of the fake news stories that were sent mainly via WhatsApp this year over the last kind of 9, 10, 11 months uh, let us know if you can remember any of the ones in particular we'll be chatting to someone who says being exposed to fake news might give you false memories that's on the way shortly here's Ruth Ando remember this it's Room 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong on Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue you can visit our flagship store in Tala or get free delivery at playblue.ie other uh, good news for Irish artists Fontaine's DC Dublin band have been nominated for a Grammy Award Amazing news uh, Ridiculous news uh, Grammy is going to be on next year so 31st of January Trevor Noah hosting they have been nominated in the Best Rock Album category alongside lads like uh, The Strokes so this is insane it's Big deal Huge deal. So, lads, uh, well done, Fontaine's DC. Uh, fingers crossed, get some good news next year. But uh, from everyone in Dublin, Nef104, happy days, lads, fair play. Uh, on the way next, we're chatting about fake news. Um, this year, obviously, with the election, there was tons of fake news going around, but there was loads of fake news here as well. Little, so many. Little voice notes that might have popped up in your WhatsApp and you're listening to it, going, oh my God, what's going on? Just want to know, what were some of the fake news stories you came across this year? There were some, loads of big ones, um, you know, in relation to the American election and China and Russia and mad stuff. Do you remember the Bertie Ahern one? <laughs> About the girl going on a Tinder date. Oh my God. <laughs> How did you forget that? How did we forget that? That was that genius. Was, that was insane. I was fully convinced. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, everyone was. Yeah. As who are these people that put so much time, energy and effort into crafting a screenplay of a fake voice note and sending it around? Wow. No idea. But of course, I believe that for about a year, I voice noted, I'd say about 10 people, including my mom going, he's a filthy, disgusting old man. Do you know what yeah, he Yeah, but what doing? about the message? Uh, 
Oh, you didn't get it. God, Sorry. I get it now. Okay, right, I get yeah. it now. Bertie is a decent bloke. Okay. He is absolutely. Yeah, Top he, bloke. he never went on this Tinder date with an eighteen-year-old, but that was going around, and I believed it. <laughs> You're looking at him, kind of. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, God. Uh, listen, let us know if you've ever either fallen prey to some fake news. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We'll be chatting about that next, and uh, have an expert psychologist on because apparently if you're exposed to more fake news than usual you might start getting false memories which is insane that's on the way shortly along with uh, music from German Kennedy Giants that's next on Room 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 uh, we want to talk now about some of the fake news stories that were doing the rounds throughout this year uh, this year was particularly good for fake news uh, especially the variety of uh, we liked an old voice note this year fake Loved news voice note yeah. a voice note yeah so some of them that went around at the start of the year I kind of put this up online and uh, <laughs> a load of people were saying do you remember the this comes in from James James Coffey Sir Harry thinks he said the army one that voicemail was effing gas yeah I do remember that one I also remember another voice note going around talking about how in certain countries you know the way they were fining people on the spot for not wearing a mask yeah that that had come into Ireland right and that was happening right and we just didn't know about it. Like, we didn't know that we were going to get stopped on the street. And if you were wearing no mask, fine. Yeah, yeah. Now, that hasn't happened, obviously. There no. are fines now for not wearing them in shops and public transport. But that definitely uh, hasn't happened. Um, Alan has said, the guard, yeah, the one about the Gardaí renting cars before the first lockdown to patrol the streets and arrest everyone. Now, they did wind up renting a load of cars off Renault. Did they? They did, yeah. There's some cars going around with stickers on them. They're oh, I've Phoenix. seen that actually. The weird Sorry, ones. You're yeah. like, is that a car to car? Yeah. Um, what other ones wound up in your WhatsApp or you saw online some ridiculous ones, especially relating to what was going to happen here? 0876797104. Uh, there was one that came in. Yeah, we've had the Guard Patrol on the Streets one. Another one that did the rounds recently was the Army. Everyone loves starting off with the Army. And I usually always start off with, lads, one of my mates is in the barracks there right? yeah. and he's just been told by his superior it's always that isn't it yeah and you're like oh my god what's going on yeah. sounds so legit anyway uh, this one was about the gar- uh, the army would be microchipping children to track their movements when they get the vaccine oh for god's sake why would the army have any interest the Irish army be interested in they wouldn't what threat if Irish children are a threat to the Irish army we don't have a very good army no no. <laughs> oh no the 8 year olds they've got other things to be worrying about you uh, would have thought the, the 8 year olds are coming uh, so that was one of the recent ones as well um, no it turns out uh, there was one being sent in here um, there was a story being sent around that you might need a vaccination passport that was fake news as well um, uh, yeah the army is not going to chip children in school so they can monitor them uh, there was a few other ones in here let me see, no, a six-year, someone said there was a rumour going around that a six-year-old boy was not kidnapped in Navin a couple of weeks ago. That's another fake one that went around. Oh, yeah, do you remember there was that debate as well? Somebody took out the full-page ad. Was it in the Irish Times? I, debating and arguing a lot of the COVID facts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Caused yeah. outroar. Some of the facts in that were true, some were not. Um, but a lot of people with their conspiracy theories on the on the the virus anyway. 
Oh, man-made. Oh, yeah. It was made in a lab. 5G was another one. It's 5G. caused by the 5G mass. We have 5G around here, by the way. Oh, yeah. I can pick up 5G on my phone. I know, yeah, but the speed, the download speed oh, is amazing. amazing. <laughs> oh, seriously, it's three or four times better than the broadband I have at home. It's definitely mm. worth it. <laughs> yeah, definitely worth the, the COVID and you get some free broadband as well. Um, somebody said, you got a message in here on 87 They got a message saying Smith's Toys was going to be closing its doors. Oh, yeah, I heard that too. And parents Did you? going absolutely mental. Yeah, because they had to obviously think of times like Christmas and birthdays and stuff and uh, that was going to be hectic and that there was going to be huge delays online and they won't be able to get the toys in time and so And we will clarify right now that's BS Yes That's not happening That is fake That's fake news That was fake news indeed I love this one though This is my favourite fake news story of 2020 Alright Absolutely love this And this is straight out of like the American style conspiracy theory playbook Uh, Paul Murphy claimed that people claimed that Paul Murphy the politician was recruiting and training actors to attend protests like where would you get it I've never heard that one that's a brilliant one isn't it that is brilliant are you getting a job on uh, one of those movies you know, extra <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah movies extra you're looking for uh, people of all shapes and sizes and all ages for Paul Murphy a small project unpaid but you will get a credit for a fake protest outside the doll wow yeah, wow. Listen, if you've any other good ones, uh, let us know. 0876797104. What were some, and maybe still, are some of the kind of fake news videos or the fake news audio messages that are getting sent around? Because uh, joining us on the show next now, we're going to be chatting to Dr. Gillian Murphy. She's done a little bit of interesting research claiming that the more fake news that you get exposed to, the more false memories might be implanted in your brain. Mad stuff, right? We'll be chatting to her next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Just chatting fake news. For the year we've had, there's been a massive ton of fake news. Um, if you've got any good ones that you maybe have been sent in a voice note via WhatsApp, you can send it on to us or if you just uh, can remember it, 87 We've gone through some of the more popular fake news stories from the year that we had. Uh, There was a a good story about apparently you would get a thousand euro for ratting out people having house parties. I mean, that would have been a nice fake news, a nice news story to have. You could have made a few extra quid. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so many and it's nearly too hard to find what's real and what's fake because I could go online and just throw out there something outrageous and someone is going to believe it. Uh, yeah, that's the problem these days. And you think you're susceptible to it. Like you think you're, you're, you're immune to fake news, right? But a couple of years ago, do you remember when we had the big snow and everyone was locked down? Yeah. I think it was two or three years ago, right? Do you remember, was it the little Intala that got destroyed? Yes, I do remember that. Now, I was abroad at that po- point, but I remember thinking the whole country is just losing the plot. <laughs> yeah, just losing our minds. But I like to think that I wouldn't be susceptible to fake news, but I was down in a pub. Do you remember a pub? Uh, I was down in the pub that night that it happened, and I, I remember retweeting a fake uh, tweet about it. I retweeted an image of a little on fire. And I was like, oh, my God, the place is burning down now. Completely not even thinking um, or realizing. And then everyone was at me going, no, 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 that's absolute BS. So we like to think we're all smart individuals, but we're not. But now it turns out that a new bit of research done in the University College Cork has shown that not only is fake news getting worse and more difficult to manage, it could be leaving you with fake memories, which is insane. To talk a little bit more about it is one of the women who was involved in that study, Dr. Gillian Murphy. Dr. Murphy, how are things? Good, good. How are you? I suppose I like to think that, you know, we're all 
better than fake news and can't succumb to it. But obviously, more of us than we'd like to admit are probably come, you know, fall victim to some of the misinformation that's out there. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I'm a psychologist and I'm primarily interested in, in how our, our cognition can fail us in everyday context. So how we can see something, you know, right in front of us and not pay any attention to it or maybe how we can remember something that, that never happened. So one of the things I'm really interested in is called the misinformation effect. Uh, and it's simply that um, after you've experienced an event, if I then try to tell you something that's not true, if I expose you to um, misinformation uh, after the fact, uh, I can kind of tamper with your memory a little bit. So um, one of the really kind of classic studies in this area um, might have you uh, view a video of a car crash uh, and the car crashes uh, and you see it happen in the video. And then afterwards you're asked, uh, what speed was the red car going when it hit the other car? Um, and another group of people might be asked, what speed was the red car going when it smashed into the other car? Um, what you find is that people who are asked leading questions like smashed, they're gonna, their memory of the speed the car was going will be changed and, and they'll remember the car going a little bit faster than it was. And so what's happening there is just that they're incorporating this, what we call post-event information, into their original memory and they have no idea that it's happened. That's mental. I've never heard of that before, but it obviously makes sense. But I've noticed throughout the last few years that when people do believe in fake news, it's usually fake news is usually more uh, gripping. You know, it's dramatic. There's something kind of exaggerated about it. You know, like Cormac said about the little burning to the ground. You know, it's on fire right now and people will just go, oh, retweet that this is crazy story instead of looking into it. Exactly. And, you know, what we find in our research as well is that we're particularly susceptible to to false memories for fake news that aligns with our own opinions. So, you know, you are you are already are out in the world and you have your own uh, attitudes and opinions that are already there. And when we see fake news that is in line with those opinions, it seems more true to us uh, and we form more false memories. So uh, we did a big study, myself and my colleague, Dr. Keir Green in UCD, uh, we did a big study with, with some uh, US colleagues during the abortion referendum in 2018. And we showed people some fake news stories and some true stories the week before the referendum. Uh, if you cast your mind back, you'll remember how fraught that time was and lots of <laughs> yep. accusations of fake news going around. People were kind of suspicious. Um, but we still found that, you know, about a quarter of people formed a false memory uh, in response to this fake news. And more importantly, we found that people form them in line with their opinions. So if I'm a, a yes voter and I see a story that makes the no side look bad, I'm much more likely to form a false memory for it than if it made my own side look bad. Um, so, you know, we see that there are certain patterns and, and certain predictors of susceptibility when it comes to fake news. So are we all screwed? <laughs> The technical term that we would use. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't say that. So uh, I think it's a really important um, challenge for us as psychologists and, and also lots of other stakeholders like, like journalists and, and media platforms that we, we have to lead with an understanding of how people work. You know, we have to think about how our brains actually work and try to help people with that. So we know that a, a big driver of people kind of believing in fake news it's not necessarily that they're incapable of telling the difference between a true story and a fake story. If they really try and if they're really looking for it, a lot of people will, will do okay. Um, but the thing is, I suppose when we're scrolling on social media, a lot of the mm. time 
we're not thinking about accuracy. We're not trying to look, you know, is this accurate? Is it not? We're just not in that kind of frame of mind. So there are some recent studies that suggest that if we can kind of nudge people. Um, so so in, in one experiment, before people viewed some true and fake news stories, they just asked them a question about accuracy. So they showed them this kind of neutral headline and said, do you think this is accurate? Um, and for people who saw that before they started looking at news, uh, they were better then at not sharing fake news and, and not falling for it as much because they're kind of the idea is that we're nudging them to kind of think a little bit more about accuracy and, and just get in that frame of mind. But day to day, most of us are, are kind of cognitively lazy. We don't kind of expend the resources on constantly thinking, is this real, is it not? Um, but if we could kind of try or if we could create systems that encourage people to think about accuracy, maybe we'd be able to help people. Not only, though, is it resulting in false memories, but it can change your behaviour itself. Potentially. <laughs> so uh, this is kind of a, uh, it's a question of interest to us. So again, myself and my colleague Kira have some research starting up soon uh, looking at the potential downstream effects of, of fake news and false memories on behaviour. Um, so we want to try to quantify, you know, if we have one group of people seen a fake news story about vaccines and one group who haven't, are we going to see a change in their willingness to get a vaccination? Um, and you would think we would have loads of research on this, but we actually don't. Uh, these things are hard to measure, they're hard to quantify, uh, but it is really important that we start doing it. Um, outside of fake news, so within, within the false memory research, there is some evidence that you can change people's behaviour by planting false memories. And this is a, a really weird uh, and interesting area of research. And it's based on food and food aversions. So uh, you come into the lab and I try to plant a false memory in your mind that you, uh, a few years ago, you got sick from eating a particular food. Uh, and we talk about it and I ask you to imagine it. And so... In one of these studies, it was strawberry ice cream. So I tried to plant the memory in your mind that actually, yeah, I do remember getting sick from eating strawberry ice cream. Uh, And what you find is that once people have had that memory planted in them, they just don't want to eat it anymore. They look at the strawberry ice cream and they go, oh, I don't want to eat that. (laughs) And uh, months later, they come back into the lab and, and they just don't want the strawberry ice cream. Um, ah, so there have been witchcraft. some, yeah. <laughs> well, it does, it's quite a controversial area of research. So there have been some, you know, uh, controversial discussions as to whether or not this could eventually form a type of therapy. So if you had a an addiction to food or alcohol, that you know, could you or, or should you <laughs> consent? Drop hints, to, yeah, about alcohol. Yeah, w- would you sign up for that? Would you allow a therapist to uh, kind of plant this memory in your mind to try to change your behaviour? There's a lot of strong arguments on both sides of that and, and the ethical conversations about that are still going on. But it's really interesting to think about how we could use these potentially positively. Um, but I, it's not something I, w- I would be interested in doing myself. <laughs> if someone literally just tuned in now, they would think that you were describing the plot to, um, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it? when they're going through the different levels of consciousness and oh, planting Inception. memories. There Inception, you go. Couldn't yeah. think of the name. Yeah, Inception. It's like, are we talking about the technology to uh, drop these things into people's minds? It's insane. Like, I've heard things of um, therapists accidentally implanting false memories in people like either through uh, hypnosis or hypnotherapy. And then I know I'm not saying that that's what leads in all of those situations, but some circumstances of you know, patients having false memories and, and in the extreme cases going to court and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that never actually happened. So 
as you said, I'm sure that's going to open a huge can of worms about the potential ethical implications down the line. Yeah, so uh, that's, there's, a, there's a whole history within psychology of, of what, what we call the memory wars, which sounds very dramatic. Uh, but it's arguments between people who believe that, that memories can actually be repressed um, and people who believe that what's more likely is that people are forming false memories. Um, and so there was a whole, um, you know, ugly series of events that happened uh, during the 80s, I think, called the Satanic Panic. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that yeah, before yeah, in the yeah, US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that was driven from people recovering memories memories of satanic abuse during therapy. Um, and we know that actually, you know, one, one way, if I was trying to implant a memory in your mind today, one of the ways I could kind of quite successfully do that is by asking you to continually imagine it. You keep imagining it, right. hey, how would that have happened? And how would I have felt if that happened? And the more you do that, you know, often for a minority of people, you can start to, you know, get confused between that and your real memories and you start to think it really happened. And, uh, you know, if, if, a, if a therapist isn't really, if they're not aware of that risk, um, they could potentially, and this is what was happening a long time ago, um, therapists were, you know, with good intentions, trying to help people recover memories. And they were saying, well, you know, imagine how you would feel. And it's a very complicated debate <laughs> between, uh, you know, psychologists that fall on different sides as to what's happening. Um, but certainly you know, we would be conscious uh, and there's a very kind of dark history of uh, using false memories in different ways and looking at how we interpret them because the real key thing here is that once you once you have a memory, it feels real to you. You know, you have no way of distinguishing. If you remember something, then to you, it really did happen. Um, and so there's whole philosophical debates around, around what that means, you know, and, and, and there's no way yeah. for us really to identify them. So I could put you in a brain scanner and look at what your brain activity looks like when you're recalling a false memory or a real memory and it will look the same. So, you know, you're relying then on some external collaboration of what happened. It's a a very complicated, very controversial area and, uh, you know, you have to be very sensitive in terms of how you approach these questions. So I I don't work in that space looking at kind of clinical false memories. I I would just be looking at kind of politics and, and health. And the the impact on media and stuff. So if you've just tuned in, by the way, we're talking to uh, Dr. Gillian Murphy from the uh, School of Applied Psychology from UC, uh, University College Cork, and chatting about, one, the misinformation problem, and two, uh, that can lead to you having false memories. But what you were just saying there about, you know, it might be easier or not to... Easier than we think, maybe, to implant false false memories. If I started going to Saoirse, what would it would be like if you owed me fifty quid and just every so often started <laughs> drip feeding that in, and then all of a sudden going, "Do you have that? Do you have that fifty quid? Do you owe me?" Remember we were talking about that. Well, yes, you know, it's just suggestion techniques, and uh, you know, I think most of us have had that experience where I, I have it with my husband sometimes, where you, you know, you'll watch a, a movie with someone. And you say, do you remember we went to see this in the cinema? <laughs> and the other person is saying, I've never seen this in my life. And one of you is saying, no, we definitely yeah. watched this together. And, you know, one <laughs> yeah. of you is wrong, but it, it, it feels equally real to both of you. And uh, I would be a big advocate. Like a lot of the time, I think when people have discrepancies in their memories, we tend to assume one of them is lying. <laughs> um, and I think that comes from a place of uh, kind of assuming that our memories work like video cameras. So that when one person says something happens and the other says it doesn't, we think, well, one of them is lying. And, and that might be the case, but, you know, it, it's equally plausible that, that someone truly believes what they're saying is real, but they're just, they're just suffering from a memory distortion. And how can we combat this? Like, how can we protect people from fake news? It's a million dollar question at the moment. <laughs> um, yep. So we're working on some projects to, to look at different ways. I mentioned that kind of accuracy nudge. 
um, to get people thinking about accuracy. In a recent study we did, so we were looking at um, false memories for fake news to do with COVID-19. We, we ran this big study over the summer with the journal.ie um, where over 4,000 people looked at, at true stories and fake stories and we were looking to see what are the individual factors that predict, predict susceptibility so that we could use that to design interventions. And we found that the more people were kind of analytical and the more they were able to kind of stop and think, which is kind of about that question about accuracy, that helped them. But also, if they just knew a lot about the topic, they were less susceptible. So when we assessed their knowledge objectively, if we gave them a quiz, people who scored quite well in that quiz about COVID-19 and, and they knew a lot about the topic, they were less susceptible to the fake news stories. Whereas, interestingly, uh, we also tried a subjective measure of knowledge. We just asked people, like, how knowledgeable do you think you are about COVID-19 relative to other people? Uh, we found that that was also a predictor, but in the opposite direction. So the more kind of overconfident people were, the more they thought, yeah, yeah, I know loads about this. Um, the worse they did in terms of false memories and fake news, whereas the more they were actually knowledgeable and could actually demonstrate that knowledge, the better they did. Just delete Twitter, yes. shut it down, send it somewhere else into a big fire and burn it. And then I think job done and maybe Facebook in on top of that. But, but listen, uh, Dr. Julian Murphy, thanks a million for giving up your time this evening. Uh, you're on, on Twitter or anywhere people can find you and the work you're doing. Uh, I do, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jilly Smurf uh, is my Twitter. Um, and yeah, the School of Applied Psychology in UCC is uh, typically where you'll find uh, our research. And as I said, I do a lot of this with Dr. Kira Green in the School of Applied Psychology in UCD as well. Um, so yeah, there should be a lot of that research coming out soon. A lot of it's ongoing. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. Great, thank you. No worries at all. On the way next year on FM104, how would you like a €1,000 gift card for the Liffey Valley Shopping Centre? You just have to figure out what Christmas item we're on about here on FM104. The final clue we will give you next here on Room 104. FM104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Way better presents for everyone or for yourself. Yeah, it's... Absolutely up to you what you want to do with this gift card. We were discussing this last night after the show. What would you buy? I think I'd feel really bad if I got this gift card for a thousand euro for Liffey Valley Shopping Centre with all the shops that there is and I'm going to spend it on Christmas presents for other people. (laughs) You have to, yeah. But then you have your own money then left over so at least you have... I think I'd rather buy my own stuff with the voucher and then buy them cheaper stuff (laughs) online. Fair enough. No, that's what I do personally. So you can do whatever you want. You can keep it till January if you want to just, you know, have a oh little God, bit of yeah. a That'd be nice high as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh, the sales. The January sales. Actually, yeah, I never thought about <coughs> that. That's a brilliant idea. That's that's a brilliant idea. You buy everything. Uh, everything with €1,000. Listen, you can do whatever you want with it. All you need to do is correctly figure out what Christmas item or thing or food we're on about here this evening on F104. If you've been listening throughout the day, job done, you probably know. But the final clue this evening is... The final clue that we have is very misleading. It is Santa enjoys them with milk. Okay. Now, myself and Cormac have come up with a different clue for you. So, they're not cookies. Not cookies. They're Uh, not mince pies, by the way. Not carrots. Not mince pies. So, some people have been sending those in. There's a folk tale about this as well. There is a folk tale about this. Um, I said, you know, it's kind of like ginger nut biscuits, but it's not biscuits. Yeah, you you pretty much. And we might be missing hands and feet and stuff, but I don't know Uh, what that could be. Let me just give you a quick recap of some of the clues from earlier on in the day, right? So the uh, first clue this morning on the strawberry alarm clock with Jim Jim and Nobby. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! Yes, I know the Muffin Man. <clears throat> That's a good clue. That's a very good clue. Mm. 
That's probably the best clue. Yeah. But you might have been up at 7 o'clock this morning or 6 o'clock this morning when the lads were on and you might have missed it. Yeah. So we've just given it to you there. There you go. Um, so that's pretty much the answer. Uh, 87 67 No, not the buttons. Not my gumdrop buttons. What a film. I think that they make perfect sense. That's your answer yeah. right there. I don't think we could have made it clear. Um, maybe Santa enjoys them with milk as well I don't know I've never seen a child give Santa this to go with the milk but look maybe they All do right. so days. it's not carrots no it is not mince pies mince pies it's not a can of Guinness and it's not cookies and it is not cookies right so I think you've gotten it there from the whole Shrek thing or biscuits by the way it's not biscuits people or, are texting in biscuits no Kieran said cornflakes it's not cornflakes no it's absolutely not cornflakes right so uh, fingers crossed you. and it's it. not Santa and it's not Santa we got that too anyway it's do you know the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man. Who's so, the voice of that? There you go. No, 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 not even the voice. What's that character? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. We don't want to know. We'd like to know the voice actor who played that character. <laughs> we don't want to know the voice actor. <laughs> we want to know who is uttering those words. What is, what is uttering those yeah. words? What character? You can eat it. Yeah. 0876797104. We made it pretty easy. We robbed the clues from this morning. Make sure that you listening right now at 5 to 11 on a Wednesday evening are in the best possible chance to get that 1,000 euro Liffey Valley gift card. More information, you can check out liffeyvalley.ie. Get your answer in. Remember, it's free. It's not like 2 euro to enter this competition. No, it it's free. 1,000 euro. Pull your phone out. WhatsApp us the answer, which you know you have, and you're in the draw, and then make sure the phone is on charged make sure the phone is on loud tomorrow morning Jim Jim and Nobby could be calling you back with the most amazing news ever that, that 1000 euro gift card is yours so the number again 87 104 that's our Christmas cracker with the Liffey Valley Shopping Centre FM 104's Christmas Cracker with Liffey Valley Shopping Centre the perfect gift this Christmas a Liffey Valley Shopping Centre gift card Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.